Hello, we're the Cryptic Code. We're your hosts, Harmon. Kenzie. JP. And we like to talk about cryptids and aliens and generally anything spooky. And we cuss a lot. Indeed. Also, tonight we have partaken in several alcoholic beverages, so be prepared. And make sure you drink responsibly. So, I think it's actually my week to uh, be presenting the cryptid Mm -hmm. and i have something a little special planned for you all because we are actually leaving the united states specifically we're going to vietnam oh are we listening to some ccr on our way there i got paranoid i got fortunate son i got all the hits ready Mm -hmm. um is it sad to say that i don't know what ccr is it's the band who made unfortunate son I've or never, unfortunate song, unfortunate. I don't know those musics. You've 100% heard it before, I promise. <laughs> so, uh, specifically, we're actually going to the highlands of Vietnam. Uh, it's actually a sparsely populated part of the country. Not a lot of people live there. And the people who do tend to be part of uh, the hill tribes who kind of uh, habitate that area. And those hill tribes are a part of the reason... Not a lot of people go there. They'll repel both foreigners and even the Vietnamese from going up there. Wait, do they, like, kill them? Uh, historically, sometimes. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a rough time. So, the Batutu, also known as the Rock Ape, uh, is described as being anywhere from three to seven feet tall, muscular, stout, and bipedal. Uh... There are apes with a variety of hair colors. They can be red, brown, orange, and even black. Um, there's so there's multiple that have been seen. Oh, they're seen in groups. Oh, okay. Large groups. So this there's, isn't like Sasquatch where there's like only one at a time. It's like Sasquatch in large communities. Like there have been sightings of up to eight. Oh, and oh. some descriptions have said up to hundreds of oh them. Oh my god! It's like they're they private like villages. Army. Holy shit! <laughs> well. What makes this odd is they have absolutely no fear of humans. It's not like Bigfoot in America will try to like avoid contact with people and generally flee from us. No, the Batutus, they don't give a shit. Um, now, despite how few foreigners actually go up to the hill, uh, the mountains throughout history, we actually do have some early sightings. Uh, the first written mention of the Batutu is uh, in 1820 with a French ship captain named El Rey who spoke of a missionary who told him stories of ape men who lived in the mountains of Vietnam and described them as having tails, which is odd because typically the Batutu more resemble, you know, Sasquatch. They're not usually portrayed as having tails. Yeah, that's weird. I don't think I've ever seen, like... So it's just Sasquatch with a tail. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's common in, like, different breeds of monkeys. Well, in monkeys, but these are apes. Apes don't have tails. Hmm. Okay. Like, uh, like gorillas. Or King Kong. Yeah. We're in Godzilla time. Yeah. Uh, Team Godzilla, don't at me. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> Oh, and in 1830, ten years later, it was mentioned in uh, the writings of a French missionary named, and I apologize to this, uh, I'm not very good with pronouncing things, Um, (laughs) Father Francis Isidore 
Gagelin. I think that's the best I'm going to get out of this. Uh, he wrote of the rock apes, but he called them, quote, a ridiculous fable. So he didn't actually believe in them. Did he just Did he give, like, a reason why he didn't believe in them? Uh, he just kind of wrote it off as, like, folk stories from oh, the natives. Okay. Like a folk tale that shouldn't have any credence. Yeah. Uh, not to say early 19th century explorers were racist, but a lot of them were racist and yeah. didn't really care what the natives had to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next writing of it was in uh, 1895 with a French explorer named Paul de Enjoy, who published an article in the uh it was actually on the front page of the new york journal about discovering a population of tailed wild men in vietnam i like how he refers to them as wild men that's different they probably, they probably just think they're like hairy people uh with tails seriously people can grow tails can they mm-hmm. you're like vertebrae can like extend too far and you'll uh, have a tail holy shit usually not fuck? like as long as i'm assuming they're seeing but, like, you can have a tail. You can be born with a tail. Oh, he even claimed to have briefly captured one. Oh. Until it managed to break free and flee into the jungle. Wait, what time period is this again? Uh, 1895. Oh, so this is, like, just a little over 100 years ago. Yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to think of something. Continue. All right. Uh, the next encounter was the famous French explore- French explorer, Henri Marty, who published accounts of quote, the Vietnam wild man. Uh, And finally, there was an article in the Association of French Combatants for the French Union, uh, which, oh, sorry, Association of Combatants for the French Union, a uh, publication where they'll publish articles written by French veterans. And uh, the soldier didn't give his name, but he wrote that he was the leading a detachment of native soldiers through Vietnam when he encountered one of the Batutus. He called it though, I'm so sorry to my French teacher out there, Le Homme Sauvage, or the Wild Man, like human savage. And Wait, I'm not, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Can you repeat the year one more time? Uh, like when was one? this? Uh, for the one I just mentioned, 1947. Before that. Uh, 1895. So the camera was introduced in military expeditions in between 1838 and 1879. Um, my my question is, if they had managed to capture this creature, I'm surprised that they didn't have access to a camera. I guess I realize the camera wasn't necessarily the most popular thing in the world at that point. But if it was in that time period where Vietnam did have access to cameras, especially on military expeditions, like, why wasn't a photograph taken of, like, this suspicious species of ape that hasn't been seen before? Uh, I don't know. It might have just been the difficulties of transporting it through the jungle. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen in the jungle, and there's a lot of things that can happen in a military expedition, so I'm not necessarily surprised that they weren't able to, but at the same time, I'm kind of questioning as to why, like, that wouldn't have been, like, their first thought. Like, that would have been my first thought. I just captured something that I've never seen before. I'm going to take a picture of it before it can, like, get away from me. Well, then we don't know how long he held on to it, too, Mm. so. Okay. Um... 
1947, there was a public uh, article published in the Association of Combatants for the French Union, and it was from a French officer who saw one of these while leading a detachment of foreign troops, and he stated that his men were actually excited to see it. Uh, they saw it's like kind of a good sign. Hmm. And his second in command, his uh, native sergeant, explained that uh, all the locals knew the creature. It was actually pretty common to see them. And they actually refused to hunt it, like just as a tradition, that they don't actually go out and hunt or even eat these creatures. So was it like kind of represented as a good omen, almost? Like if you see it, if you come in contact with it, like almost religiously don't hurt it don't do anything to it because it means like good luck in some fashion well i actually read that uh they specifically point out that they don't have any spiritual attachments to the batutu Ah. Uh, so it's not like the yeti or the sasquatch where there's like a, a spiritual mean to it they just as far as i can tell see the batutu as just another animal it's just it seems to be the reason you don't hunt them as we'll see in later accounts, is because they will retaliate. Oh, oh so they'll, like, come back in force. Yeah, they'll come back, and that's why you would see so many in large groups. Um, which brings us to the bulk of the sightings. The bulk of the sightings of the Batutu were, of course, during the Vietnam War. Because there were so many people there at one time. 2700 thousand Americans served in Vietnam. So that's basically on top of the like the population at the time of Vietnam plus another two million fucking people. Yeah I can see a lot more sightings than normal. Yes especially with how many groups of soldiers would go up and fight in the mountains both uh, American and Viet Cong and North Vietnamese. Okay. Uh, which brings us to 1966 at the Battle of Dong Din. So, uh, the mountain of Dong Din was also labeled as Hill 868. Um, this is where the bulk of the Batutu sightings happen. And in 1966, uh, a Marine patrol was heading through the jungle when they radioed into their headquarters, saying that they were hearing movement through the foliage. And they believed it to be the Viet Cong. Um, they were ordered to hold fire to avoid giving away their position, so they were told not to fire, don't shoot. Um, later, the Marines radioed that the Viet Cong weren't actually people, that they were large bipedal apes that were just strolling through the jungle. For some reason, their commanding officer told them to throw rocks at them. What? <laughs> yeah, he was like, don't shoot, throw rocks to try and scare them off. I mean, I, I, I guess that makes sense. It's kind of weird, though. Yeah, because... like, well, don't waste your ammo. Use what you have around you. Well, gets dumber. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they stated that when they threw the rocks, the apes would just... That was the clinking of glasses. <laughs> Cheers. Anyways, continue. Uh, the apes would just pick up their own rocks and throw it back, but even harder. Uh, oh, that's that's dangerous. That's <laughs> so dangerous. They were once again told to not fire. But now the apes were advancing on them, and the officer told them, if you need to, use your bayonets. 
So they're not told... So these things are literally, like, retaliating, attacking them back. They're large things in the woods that they're not familiar with. And their first thought is, oh, just throw a couple rocks. Make them go away. And if that doesn't work, well, just hit them. Yeah. No one wants to be like, wow, why don't we just fucking shoot these things so we can go on our goddamn merry way? I guess they really are just concerned about alerting the Viet Cong to where they are. So it'd be kind of the equivalent of, like, you know, guns make loud noises, and if anybody's nearby... Okay. Which... Uh, the radio picked up a bunch of screams as the a- uh, rock apes just collided with the marines. Which, I assume at this point they would just start firing because you stop giving a shit when your life's on the line. Uh, reinforcements were actually sent to find the patrol. They found several wounded marines and a couple of dead rock ape bodies. Oh, what, they what, found the bodies? What do they do with the bodies? Yeah. No one knows. What the fuck does that mean? Did they, they eat just, them? Just, either they didn't bother to collect them, or... Because they were too concerned about their own Marines. Yeah, with limited resources. Plus, with some experience about how this stuff works when the military encounters the paranormal, is that you're just told to report it and then keep your mouth shut. So it, these could have been disappeared on purpose. Uh, but like, why would they be considered paranormal? You know what I mean? Like, they're they're like a. You can easily look at this as a different breed of like the monkey species, the yeah, ape species. But imagine like like these are like on terms like Lucy, like the first bipedal mm-hmm. um, human. The human's a loose term, but humanoid. yeah, yeah. Um, so like, you might not want people hearing about this because it might freak people out. Oh, I especially mean, I, if like. Well, the because, missing link debate. Mm-hmm. Well, the Vietnam was like larger, largely reported. Why do you think so many Americans like revolted against it? And so, in that sense, I can see why they wouldn't report it for more fear and more anger. But at the same time, if this is merely considered a again new breed of a species we are already aware of, I don't see why covering it up would be like the smart thing to do I, I that's my opinion i mean like if i'm going to discover something that i've never seen before like my first reaction would be to report it because like why the fuck not yeah, I, <laughs> like that's so cool i don't think it was the soldiers if it was covered up i don't think it was the soldiers who decided that so much as they would tell their top brass and the top brass would you know make it disappear um so after this this event became known as the battle of dong din and Dong Din became nicknamed as Monkey Mountain. <laughs> it's actually what all the veterans would refer to the mountain as, as Monkey Mountain. Never Dong Ding or Hill 868. It was always Monkey Mountain. Monkey Mountain. Return oh. to monkey. <laughs> uh, this is actually where they get their name of rock apes, because uh, it was common for soldiers to report having rocks thrown at them. And I remember seeing one account about a guy was walking out of the mess hall and saw his officer just get beamed with one out of <laughs> Can you imagine? Man, you like have your fucking slop and you walk out and you just get hit in the face with a fucking rock by a monkey. I would be so pissed. Just Sasquatch in the forest just eating rocks at you. <laughs> uh, which brings us to... Give me a moment. Flipping through my notes. Uh, the Steve Canyon Encounter. Uh, Steve. He was also on Hill 868, you know, Monkey Mountain. 
and his unit were testing suppressors. Uh, they were doing this by just kind of firing. <laughs> just shooting into the air. Uh, Let's see how quiet it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how else do you test? <laughs> I guess it's true. It's just funny. They just went up to Rock Ape Mountain and went, all right, it's just shooting into the air. And they described that a rock ape was just watching them from the jungle. Not afraid. And they described it as barking at them. It was probably like a dog. It was probably <laughs> fucking annoyed. It's like, he, remember, imagine like you're doing something loud outside and your neighbor comes out and he's like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. Like it was but the but same like, kind of thing. But like, <laughs> what do you mean by barking like a dog? Like, are you sure? Yeah, that's their, that's like, word, their exact words. Bark like a that's dog. That's probably how they communicate. So well, like, but like it was probably, it, probably like, but, shut up, fucking human people. But... I'm just trying to think of how to like express this. Like, Lady, my cat, she chirps. And it makes, it's this weird sound that she creates whenever she sees birds. And it's like a... So I'm thinking in reference to like apes or whatever the fuck this is. Barking wouldn't necessarily be barking, but it probably is the closest thing that they could think of to represent the sound so people yeah. understand. But at the same time, it's kind of like, come on. It sounds like <laughs> it was just trying to make short guttural bursts to be like, get off, get out of my territory. Okay. If I had to guess, I mean, I don't have a zoology degree. Um, I took a zoology class once. I failed it, but I took it. <laughs> once again, <laughs> the, the tactic became to throw a rock at it. <laughs> because one of the Marines was described as picking up a rock and just lobbing it and, quote, hitting it directly in the face. Sounds like some kind of game they play. <laughs> was it only with Marines that it would do this? Well, it was Marines stationed at Dongbin. Oh, okay. So there's... Okay. Yeah. But, uh, so what? Their retaliation game hit with rocks is to just throw it back instead of just like ending the whole thing. They're like playing catch with these monkeys. Exactly. They're like, wow, I'm so bored. Let me throw some rocks at these fucking... Uh, I mean, I, 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 I know a couple of Marines... A certain Vietnam, and they literally were just like, I would bore the entire time. You're either <laughs> shooting at someone or you're bored. <laughs> um, they just they said that the eight retaliated by throwing rocks back at them and was actually joined by twenty other apes. Yeah, all so howling. Holy shit. <laughs> I was about to say, um, when you go from like one ape to twenty, that's when you get the fuck out of there. No thank you. Which it may also have been that the barking was it attempting to uh Oh, gather like call other ones? Oh. That would be interesting. Okay. Uh, I have a quote here. Quote, but those apes started to come at us, and we ran as fast as we could. And we didn't stop until we were out of the jungle. So they just ran back to their base. So that's pretty intense. Can you so imagine said, running that, from An like, army of apes pops up, and they were like, we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> just and they just run. ran? That's funny as so. hell. I mean, well, what they, were they supposed to do, fly? Well, they're supposed <laughs> to really like, react to the situation. Yeah, and they reacted by running away. It's like fight or flight. Flight it is. If you're testing suppressors, uh, presumably on your pistols... Uh, no, they're probably on their rifles. Or rifles. I mean, I mean like, not that that matters, but... Do you trust your M14 to get you out of, like, a 20-on-4 ape fight? Do, have you ever, like, looked at the guns in, like, Vietnam? Because they were all shit. Like, the M60 was known to literally fall apart while firing. And, and now you have to fight your ancient a ancestor who was about to monkey punch you. <laughs> to just ape punch, ape punch you so hard you regret evolving. <laughs> 
Why couldn't I keep my tail? Uh, one of the strangest <laughs> accounts uh, is in 1967. Wait, no, 1968 with Alfonso v- Villarreal. I'm so sorry, Mr. Villarreal. Please don't hurt me. Uh, His ghost is going to come back. Now, this guy isn't your typical cryptid witness. He is a respectable veteran. Uh, He was part of uh, Company M, 3rd Battalion of the 5th Marines. He participated in 23 major battles during Vietnam. Uh, He was awarded the Navy Achievement Medal and a Purple Heart. Oh, damn. So was the Purple Heart because a monkey attacked him? No. Oh, not God. that I can gather. <laughs> uh, he was out with his platoon at night uh, when they saw something approaching them in the darkness. They described it as like a black ball just moving towards them. I don't think that sounds like a monkey. <laughs> no, wait. It was like very short and just kind of moving towards them. They couldn't make out any features. And it got so close that Alfonso literally... Poked it with the end of his rifle. Oh, what? Yeah, he poked it with the end of his rifle, and the object responded by springing up, because it was like crouched, springing up, screaming, and running back into the jungle. And he says, "Quote: It was a baby rock ape." What the fuck? (laughs) Literally. Yeah, baby rock ape. And they described that suddenly large boulders were coming down at them from a ravine above them. So, wait, what's the assumption that, like, above them was the rest of the rock apes' family? Like, it was a scout or something? 17 rock apes responded to this little one's screams. 17 rock apes showed up and threw 300 to 400 pound boulders down at the Marines. So, like, worried about their young. Yeah, they seem very community-driven and will retaliate very hard Jeez. for any perceived threats. This is probably why the Hill Tribes avoided hunting them. Well, yeah, I would fucking too if that was yeah, that if just, many. If they just chuck boulders at the first sign of action. <laughs> and, no shit. And, and if, like, you don't have modern guns, it, it's a it's a one-sided fight. Jesus. Um... Well, because you have to imagine, like, these are, like, giant boulders. Like, these things are extremely strong. Like, a fucking giant boulder hit you in the head, you're dead. <laughs> uh, the platoon opened fire. So these things, with no fear, just attacked an entire platoon of Marines. And the platoon had to violently force them back into the jungle by fi- opening fire. They killed a few of them. But never recovered any of the bodies, so it's possible that they dragged them off. Like the apes themselves collected their dead. That could be a lot. They keep leaving them because I mean, humans like to collect their dead. Yeah, and it can be understood that, like, if you look at a lot of different ape species and stuff, they are relatively intelligent. Well, a lot of just animals in general, like like uh, uh, elephants, will collect the skulls of their uh, um, dead and like mourn them. I have a newfound respect for elephants. I love elephants so much. Aww, they're so cute. This is an elephant episode now. So, <laughs> uh, the same year, we have the report from Robert uh, Bard, who is uh, wrote of this in his journal. He was in camp one night when they were surrounded by strange noises from the jungle. Uh, his Mexican-American corporal named 
Pancho went out to investigate. Uh, on his way back, uh, they heard Pancho open fire with his rifle several times as he'd start booking it through the jungle. I'm just thinking about the fact they named him Pancho. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, supposedly, Pancho saw a bush that was not there before and it snorted at him, causing him to fire. He just opened fire on this bush. So apparently these things can blend in very well. I feel like that might have been Poncho, like a little, you know, office rocker. Because there, 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 there were a couple um, uh, people in Vietnam that would, like, bring weed and things with them. So he might have been a little zoinked. Before he went out in the jungle? Yeah, dude. Have you ever read, like, the things they carried? Their friend got shot, and they were just like, alright, let's smoke some dope. <laughs> what if he just, like, shot a person? I and mean, to cover his war crime, he's like, it was an ape. I mean, it, <laughs> it was, was a rock ape. It was a pretty terrible war, so, I mean, I wouldn't put that past, past it either. I mean, well, no but offense But you also to have Poncho, to consider just... that, like, they're, they're so used to things, like, moving around and having to expect the unexpected. Yeah. So, like, one slight movement, it could easily have been, like, some kind of normal animal. Like, I, I don't know if deer are normal, yeah. but... I mean, there are just apes in... Yeah, you know, like, like there's but orangutans. Like, but like one simple movement of something in the tree, and your worst fear is, oh my god, I'm about to be murdered. So you shoot at whatever moves. Um, and in this situation, like he might have quote unquote heard like this bush snort, but like you have to imagine like the fear and the paranoia that you're experiencing like in that moment. So I will say that, I mean, I'm not necessarily surprised by his reaction. Yeah. Or he was just straight zoinked out of his mind, just smoking. It, a bunch it of could dope. be like a combo. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was about to say. I so I guess it was not important. Uh, but the diarist quote is saying, quote, What he encountered was the ubiquitous rock ape of Vietnam. I had come to learn that they were nearly everywhere and quite fearless. That is what, uh, what we had heard that night near the wire. So that's actually one of the bigger things about it. Like I mentioned, they have no fear of people. So that's why we encounter them so much is soldiers would be out on patrols and just run into them. They'll just literally walk into each other. Uh, Can you imagine how terrifying that has to be? <laughs> not for the rock ape. <laughs> the rock ape's fine. I would be mm. fucking scared out of my brain. Rock ape's got his rock ready. He's ready to go. <laughs> rock, rock Rock ready. <laughs> and it leads to a lot of encounters where... Uh, the Marines would open fire because they think the apes are Viet Cong. Understandably. Yeah. So then the apes would retaliate a lot, I assume? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like in 1969 with Michael Kelly. He was part of D Company uh, of the 101st Airborne Division. Huh. Uh, they encountered eight apes on Nia Mo Tao Ridge. Uh, they were mistaken for Viet Cong. So the Marines open fired with rifles and grenade launchers. Holy Jesus shit! <laughs> Imagine you just you 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 are a monkey and you're walking through and you're like, oh, where are all these people at? And then you just fucking explode. <laughs> <laughs> Return that to monkey. <laughs> uh, uh, they report seeing ghostly images moving through the jungle uh, moving through the trees as they were moving so fast it was just flashes of rock apes and Jesus Christ uh, and they <laughs> opened fire at them they quote sounded like dogs barking 
mo he described that most of them were five feet tall and reddish, except for one. Most of the rock apes actually weren't fighting. Only one was. Presumably the alpha male who had black hair. He actually rushed the soldiers while the others fled. Uh, and eventually fled back into the jungle. Well, it's a means of protecting like the rest of like their colony, quote unquote. Like, um, creating like a distraction so the rest can get away. It's actually stated that this is a known behavior for silverback gorillas. Oh. Oh, okay. That they'll that the alpha male will kinda like distract attackers and let everyone else run. Huh. Um, what's strange though is despite all the shooting that they did, uh no bodies were found, but no blood either and no fur. So it was like it didn't it, even happen. Yeah, so it's like they didn't even hit these things. Even though a lot of the soldiers said that they're pretty sure they hit the alpha male point blank. So this might be leaning to like the supernatural aspect of it is a ghostly image, or these things are tough as shit. Or they're just that fast. Like, can you imagine trying to shoot at something that's coming at you at like fifty just miles per hour? Lightning speed. Yeah, there's just no way that you can get contact with it even if you think you did um and also like i feel like a lot of these situations happen when it's fucking dark outside yeah like how are you supposed to really determine any of this and you can't see at all yeah uh so to add on to this uh the vietnamese saw these creatures too it wasn't just american soldiers um, well, right. 19... Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, well, you mentioned the tribes already in certain, like, colonies or villages that were aware that these creatures existed. Yeah. But the North Vietnamese, who are new to this region as well, were like, these creatures are unnatural. Oh. We oh. don't... And they treat them as a cryptid as well. Um, oh. In 1970, the North Vietnamese Hano Pedological University sent out an expedition and actually found footprints from one of the Batutus oh. and made plasts of it. Plastered like, prints. Oh. What's really strange is a lot of people write this off by saying, well, it's communist propaganda. They're trying to look good by faking, finding this unidentified species. But that same year, a British zoologist by the name of Dr. John McKinnon found similar tracks and plastered them as well. And they were shown in uh, the Fortune News of the World uh, Japanese branch, a newspaper that writes about like the supernatural and the paranormal. Uh, they published his photographs. I couldn't find them, but he found the same tracks as they did. Oh. Um, but what, what, when they plastered them or whatever, did they, like, confirm that this was not a normal species of ape? Yes, because John McKinnon in 1975 published a book called In Search of the Red Ape, and he firmly believed that a yet undiscovered species of ape lives in Vietnam. <sighs> Damn. To add on, John McKinnon is not some kind of fringe zoologist. Like, he is legit on every he, sense of it. And he has had great success exploring the jungles of Vietnam. 
for 50 years before this point, one new large mammal species was discovered across the entire world. In four years, he discovered three new species of large mammals just in Vietnam. Jesus Damn. Christ. Two types of deer and a new kind of ox. All in Vietnam. Well, then can you really be surprised if like a new species of ape came out from the same country? Yeah. Um, the North Vietnamese military, uh, specifically North Vietnamese General Hyung Min Thai, organized an effort to kill or capture a rock ape, but failed um, because a lot of the soldiers didn't want to go after it. Well, yeah, because they had so many experiences yeah. that the fucking things were retaliating. Just, like, throwing fucking rocks at them. <laughs> like, throwing boulders down hills. Like, what? Just, just to make it sure, uh, clear, Americans weren't the only ones being attacked by these things. There's been stories of American soldiers coming across the mangled corpses of Viet Cong fighters. They were just torn apart by these things. Jesus Christ. Yeah, one particular story was two patrols bumping into each other and firing at each other when a rock ape suddenly sprinted through the crossfire and pounced on one of the Viet Cong fighters. So and, it just takes no prisoners. Like, yeah, everyone is an enemy. kill you, yeah. Uh, the, Viet, uh, the Marines retreated and came back and just found several dead Viet Cong uh, fighters with their faces all contorted in horror. Damn. As it's 1982, uh, the same North Vietnamese university sent another expedition out and found even more prints. Well, hold on. University? Yeah. The uh, North Vietnamese Hano Piological University. But can we talk about real fast that a fucking, like, collegiate university, like, educated, knowledgeable thing believed in this so much that they sent out people to, like, research it and collect information about it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can't deny that that's actually really impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they found something. Ooh! But, that's but, even better! The footprints. Yeah! Yeah, that they plastered. Uh, which apparently were very similar to John McKinnon's. So it's understood okay. that John McKinnon wasn't bullshitting, that yeah. he legitimately did find something. That is three times they found similar tracks in the jungle. Which, again, leads credence to the fact that this thing might actually be real. <laughs> Uh, the most famous account of the rock apes is actually in a book published in 2001 by Craig P. Jurgison called Very Crazy G.I. Strange But True Stories of the Vietnam War. And he describes his own encounter with uh, the rock apes. Um, it was, again, the 101st Airborne Division he was out with five other guys. Um, they were out moving through the jungle of the mountains, and 15 yards away from them, the trees started shaking. Oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> the men thought they were about to be ambushed by the Viet Cong and got ready to fight, but a head popped out of the trees. Um, they described it as ape-like, with reddish hair, and it stepped out to reveal it was five feet tall. Damn. Uh, the men actually argued about what it was, which brings me to what you said about the orangutans. One of the guys went, that's an orangutan, isn't it? And one of the soldiers replied, quote, if it's an orangutan, it can't read a map. There's no uh, orangutans in Vietnam. Because uh, orangutans actually went extinct in Vietnam 
thousands of years ago. There are no orangutans in Vietnam. Uh... The men continued to argue about what the beast was, and eventually it just lost interest and left. So, which so just probably, stared at them until it was fucking bored? Yeah. But, was like, probably peace. the most peaceful encounter we've had with these things. This, yeah, this, this is weird, though, that there's no orangutans. I have a friend whose uncle, supposedly their battalion had an, like a pet orangutan. Unless it was a rocket. I'm about to say, what if it was like a rocket, just like... And they just didn't realize double it. Double agent, like, uh, <laughs> but can in. That's, that's how they the, knew where all the patrols were. When you think of, like, animals that live in specific areas, I always, like, try to think about, like, how they camouflage themselves. And mm-hmm. in reference to that, like, red fur in a fucking jungle is not, like, the smartest camouflage. Well, when you think about it, though, like, there's a lot of rivers in Vietnam, and there's a lot of clay, which means a lot of the dirt okay. is kind of red. Reddish. Okay. So they're probably not like bright red. They're probably like an auburn kind and of color. On like like side, an orangutan color, which isn't. Yeah. It's more muted. Okay. Yeah. And on the flip side, I don't think they give a fuck about hiding. That's true. I feel like people just keep seeing them walking around. If well, a creature that, walks up the to way it, they, they just stave its head out. Yeah, like the way they attack and how they're always in groups, even if they look like it's only like one or a few of them. Like you gotta imagine that they don't give a fucking yeah, they, shit they if they come in contact with an enemy. Seem like they are predators, yeah. like not if, prey. If, like, like they're at the top of the food chain, similar to how humans are. Kind of. But you have to also relate to the fact that a lot of ape-like species are related to us in some fashion, so it's not surprising that they can handle their own. Like, if a tiger... Tigers live in, like, Southeast Asia, right? I believe so, yeah. Um, if a tiger wanted to fight one of them, they could just beam it from half a mile away with a 400-pound boulder. That's fine. Continue. So, that's actually all I have on the rock ape, which brings us to... Our conclusion. Do you all believe in it? You go first, Harmon. What is your opinion? I firmly believe in the rock ape. Like, more than likely, there is an undiscovered ape species hiding in Vietnam that hundreds of people have seen. We have the footprints. We have dozens of accounts. And veterans speak about it like it's fact. Not like it's speculate like a myth or something and like i can agree with that like even villages different tribes and then just the soldiers in general that have all come in contact with this it's been written about there have been no photos which is disappointing to me especially considering that the camera was around in this time period but i mean plastered footprints i feel like that's enough evidence so i'm gonna have to agree i think this is real i'm very close to saying yes to this my only problem is the fact that they they found so many, and they killed a few. But there's never any bodies. Well, the problem might be transporting it. Like, like you have to imagine. Kill, like, like they're this... in the middle of a jungle. They won't have like the proper equipment to necessarily drag a corpse across but to like, get it to people who can what about figure this it university? out. Like, they didn't take pictures. No, they never found a rocket. Oh, they just found. They, they just, just found, found, the, found footprints. the footprints. But there were so they act like there's so many. Like, I really want to say yes to this, but the fact that there was never a body found, I just I'm saying maybe. So I'm, wait, not, I'm not saying no. I want to know like the percentage of yes. So like it's like eighty. It's like ninety percent yes. And ten percent. It's, it's no. like ten percent no. So I'm very close to a yes. What if it was a cover up though to what? get rid of the bodies? I mean, it could have been, but it also like I don't know. Like, what if it's just Viet Cong propaganda? Like they just found this thing. 
just like but we were talking about this. But it was found by the British. It too. was found by the British. It was found by the American soldiers. It was by tribes that were there in Vietnam. And then it was also the Viet Cong. And these are people who were enlisted into the Viet Cong that had never been to that area to begin with. And they come face to face with these creatures they've never seen before and get attacked. I don't know. I'd plus, I'm def- it's still, it's a very strong, maybe, but just because there were so many bodies. And I never found any. On the flip side, though. Marines might not realize they're dealing with a cryptid. Yeah. If you're unfamiliar to the region, you might not know that that's something out of place. Yeah, exactly. You and might I, just think of it as another ape. Well, and you can't like forget about the fact that these animals more than likely took their dead with them. Like a like like um, the elephants or like humans. Or like one of the soldiers even called it an orangutan, so they might have just thought of it as an especially aggressive orangutan. So what's the point of getting the bodies? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still not saying yes, but you it's very should. it's a very strong. Maybe is this the closest we're yeah. getting to a for so far? Yes, yes. All right, I'm I'll still not saying point. yes, but I'm like ninety percent there. What can get you to a hundred percent? The bodies, or at least a picture. Even and like a even like a fuzzy picture. That's where I am. Like I feel like if there were images taken of these creatures, I would be a hundred percent yes. Currently, like, I'm ninety nine percent, which is basically the footprints a yes. being found multiple times by different sources. By too. different sources and different sources seeing the things the amount in of people person. that are like, yeah, we saw it just casually, like they weren't looking for it, um, but just like de facto, and like they say, there's so many. Like, the fact that sometimes they were found in the hundreds, mm-hmm. but, like, there's no photo evidence. You, you, you can't tell me someone in, in 20, in the, you know, 2000s. Well, how good were cameras back then? I mean, they're black creatures- and white, and they more than likely took several minutes to expose and, properly. And these things attacked at night. And there's probably no real way to have flash. But still, like, nobody, like, like but in yeah, today's I time went out and did that? Yeah, I was about to say, if these things are considered still, like, an, a current cryptid, why wouldn't anyone try to go find them? Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of people don't... I, don't want to risk people, it? Well, would you want to go out there? What if you <laughs> Fuck do no! I don't want to get my I mean, head did they, crushed. Did, did they ever, like, kill anybody? Or were they just very violent? They uh, killed they people. They killed the Viet Cong fighters a few times. That's right. They did kill them, supposedly. Yeah. And they apparently attacked plenty of Marines and some But none, of, like, none of our soldiers died, correct? I uh, think they not did. Not that I can find. Okay, okay, but they were injured. A lot of them were injured. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. But 80% is pretty good for the... Oh, 90%. Uh, he said 90. 90%. I'm, I'm real close. Like, this is He's real... Not, so, JP Good. is ninety percent. I'm ninety nine percent, and Harmon is one hundred, baby. Yeah, like if there weren't so many, but nobody found, I would believe it. But since it was the literally a colony is of a hundred, and, and there's no nobody body. has a body or a picture. Yeah. Right, but on the flip side. How often do you just find a dead animal in the forest? Pretty often. I just gotta well, walk out there and I'll find something. When you're shooting at them. True. But true. like you have to also consider like the amount of times here in good old West Virginia that I have gone into some woods, I have found plenty of dead animals. That's true. You can walk you can just walk down the side of the street. And, and there's dead animals. And even if like in another time, like it's not that hard to find like corpses. Like I have found so many skeletons, it's unbelievable. 
I know that sounds terrible, but like they I'm weren't, serious. They weren't people skeletons. No, they I weren't. Don't think. I found I like hope. a deer skeleton before, like um, a, a full on deer skeleton, which was so crazy to me. But it was right off the road, like, but it wasn't hit by a car. It was like in the woods, but it was right off the main road. So why wouldn't they be able to find skeletons of these rock apes in the middle of the fucking jungle? Like, I I don't get that. Like, you should have come across it at least once. But but I guess on the flip side. If they did, most people would just think it's an ordinary ape. Hmm. Especially if you're like a Viet uh, Nam era soldier, you you don't really give a shit about apes. Well, because at that point you've seen so many, you're just kind of like a ape. Yeah. Move on along. We don't have to be concerned about this. We should be worried about like the other threat. So, on the flip side, Jake, if you don't think it is a rock ape, what do you think they are encountering out there? Yeah. What's your ten percent tell you? I mean, are there any kind of ape in Vietnam? Or uh, Vietnam, not Vietnam, Vietnam? Uh, there are regular monkeys, but none that throw stones, to my knowledge. So, no large group of tailed ape creatures that throw rocks exist in Vietnam. Uh, there is a small... There, there, there's a population of small monkeys that live in Vietnam, but the thing is, they're described as living in the trees predominantly. Rock apes are always described as being on the ground. Secondly, they're not as big uh, as the rock apes are described to be. They're like around three and a half feet. And the biggest part is they're usually white. And um, these are like a combination of yeah. like red and I mean, they black could, and brown. I still think they could be like, you know, Viet Cong taking the myth. Like yeah, they have they have people who were possibly killed, but they could just make their dead look like they were But why were they but, throwing four hundred pound boulders? And don't forget about the fact that it wasn't just the Viet Cong that saw these things. It was also the Americans. No, it, was, everybody, it was also the British. It was also like, the tribes. Imagine people. like it was also the Viet Cong get into but this. Like, you have to imagine like drugs are not cheap. Like in today's Why world, are we talking about today, drugs? Because you're talking about like what they could be possibly on that would make them. I didn't see these they were on anything. No, no, I'm confused for, because now you have to get a Viet Cong volunteer to run unarmed at a patrol of American soldiers and have to be like covered in fur. I can a hundred percent see them doing that, but and then not die because they were I, always told not to shoot it. I can see, and but I'm, they did shoot at it a couple I, of instances, can, and there was no corpses. I can see an American soldier shooting a rock ape and disregarding it, thinking it's a regular ape. I can't see them doing the same thing, and then they touch the ape and find out it's a Scooby Doo twist with vehicle. Yeah, take underneath. off the fucking mask. Found them. There were no bodies. But they did find them, and like there they, were they said bodies. There were bodies. They saw them, but they disregarded them or left them because they were too concerned about their wounded, or they were too concerned with, oh shit, we had a fire, or we had a fight. Now Get it's attracting too much noise. Exactly. And there's also just like. You know, you're there to fight a war. You don't really give a shit about monkeys. I don't know, man, because there's a lot of like veterans that like take trophies. Like my my great granddad was a Viet, or not you know, my great granddad was a World War One veteran, and when he killed people, he would just in the middle of combat just take fabric out of the coats and he made a blanket out of it. What the fuck? Yeah, I have the, I have the blanket by the way. So what what would you suggest they, that they're gonna take like a patch of fur? Yeah, they're just gonna to, like take an well, like take their heads, dude. Like, like, like soldiers did that. I mean, not as much yeah. now, but back in the day, like I can see like 
But a the, Vietnam soldier being like, this thing is fucking weird. Time, I'm going to take a skull. You have to consider the mentality. A lot of people don't necessarily have the serial killer, literally, mentality of taking trophies. Or Some the, of them look at it as like, oh shit, I just killed somebody. I need to fucking move along before like I get too attached to this specific situation. I don't know, like, think of all the World War II vets that took uh, like Nazi memorabilia when they killed them. Well, you think back to like fucking Vikings or whatever the fuck generation like it's where a they common cut off thing. heads and put it on a it's fucking a, rope and carried it with them. It's a common thing. It when you're is, a but at the same in another country, you just but take yeah, stuff. You, you can do take that stuff after but, battle. Yeah, you can and right take now stuff, you need to but get like out of the jungle. exactly, there comes a point where it's like fight or flight again, where you killed something. It, do you stick around and try to kill like 20 more or do you fucking flee to save your own skin plus their commander was there so it could have been like you don't like flee like let's go like we need to be out of this area immediately or we're all gonna be mowed down yeah. he sounds like a very cautious dude given his don't fire don't give away your position order so it makes sense that he would be like cautious about handling these things yeah like leave it the fuck alone let's fucking go like I like, and if you consider like I, I guess the quote unquote like like what I said serial killer idea of like getting like trophies, would you rather get a trophy from a fucking animal that you killed or from a fucking human? Personally, I'm not saying I'm a serial killer, or I'm a psychopath, or any of these things. But like when you look at it in that kind of situation, if you kill an animal, what the fuck ever. Yeah. Like, that could either be for food or because it was trying to attack you. Whatever. Your goal in that specific point in time is to defeat the enemy. And the enemy is not an animal. It is another person. So, if you take any kind of memorabilia, it would be from a human, not an animal. I see it more as we're coming in with a mentality that this is a cryptid. Why, to them, it's just another thing. I don't know. That's yeah, the, but it's just yeah, another I'm, thing in the woods that they're not familiar with. But I am glad to get you to ninety percent. I went ninety percent. I still think <laughs> not ninety five. Not ninety five. No. You can't give me a little no. bit more. I'll give you a ninety two. Yeah. Victory. All right. That, that is my that is my only problem. I will say is that I don't know what else it could be. Yeah. But the fact is, just no bodies were found or were kept. I shouldn't say found. Well, hey. the world may never know. Just like how many licks it takes to get to the center of a tootsie pop. <laughs> Three hundred and twenty-one. Actually, I think it's around two hundred and something. I did a science project. I just made on it. my number up. I man. did a science project on it like a bunch of years ago. <laughs> yeah, the, I've had a lot of alcoholic beverages. Don't mind me. We're the cryptic code. Yeah, hey, yeah. Have a good night and stay spooky. Woo! Goodbye. Team Godzilla. Um, ignore that. Monkey is wrong. <laughs>